In the midst of darkness, light persists. Hey guys, welcome to the Gandhi Show podcast. This is TJ Del Reno. As always, is with me is Lance Weiss. Hello, everybody. And Brendan Fitzgibbons. Ooh, ooh! Nice. And this is Tell Me Something Good. Yeah, Tell Me Something Good podcast, the Gandhi podcast. Thanks for listening. Tonight, we have a very special guest, one of my oldest friends in Huge. New York. Me too. And Lance. Yep. Give it up for comedian Luke Thayer, Woo! guys. Well, uh, tell me something good. All right. That's, That's the it. name. Luke Goodwin. Yeah. So what's funny about this already is that we had a poet last week, and I don't think that we clapped her in like that. I'm not feeling bad. No, we did afterwards. We did afterwards. Yeah, because yeah, we looked at each other, and we clapped her oh, in. Oh, okay. Hell uh, yeah. Good. Post... Interview yeah. clap in. Yeah. yeah, we did it. Should we, can we get her back? <laughs> <laughs> the clap in. Yeah. Can we get her back for the clap in? Luke, man, thanks for coming on, bro. Hey, yeah, bro. so thanks. Uh, thank you both, all three of you, uh, for having me. Here. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. You can you. move your face, man. You're not officially stuck to the mic, but yeah. feel free. Oh yeah. no, I want to keep this professional. <laughs> oh, that's good. This thank you. Good. Thank you for uh, thanking me as well. No one ever does. So yeah, Luke goes. Go. Luke okay. goes way the hell back for me and Lance. Lance yeah. actually probably even farther. Right? Uh, no, about the same, I think. So Luke might know better. Pretty close to when I moved to the city, it was I met you guys. I would say I moved in 05, uh, August 05, to New York City from Indiana. Nice. And I oh. believe I met Lance maybe early 06. Yeah, it's probably just, May. Did you graduate? Yeah. You just graduated Whenever from you graduated Georgetown. from college. Was that May, something like that? June? Yeah. So you probably yeah. were here immediately after yeah. you graduated. I was. So maybe six months I had lived in the city. Lance, maybe. you've been doing stand up this whole time? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Some call it stand up. Yeah. Maybe I sh- Can we take the dates out? <laughs> <laughs> yep, I can edit the I know. Dates. We've been editing names. Let's edit dates. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I met you. I came here in August of 2006, but I don't know when I first did stand up. Probably well, around then. I. I think we met at church to yeah, begin with. Yeah, the first with, time so I met you was I don't at know church. If even at church? Stand-up. Yeah. What do you mean? What kind of church? Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? Church, church of Park Slope, uh, where I still attend uh, to what? this very day. For real? Wait, are <laughs> you Does being... Brennan still attend? No, I don't. Uh, wait, what kind no. of church? Is this for real or is this a bit? I'm no, very no, this is hilarious. This is no, true. yeah. This what? is how Brennan oh, go and on. I met. So what, what kind of church is it? Uh, non-denominational uh, oh. church. It's kind of a, a smaller church, so maybe like averaging like 50 people. Sorry you don't people. have a heroin addict on, TJ. <laughs> yeah. I know you're disappointed. Uh, completely other direction. Let's get to mix it up. dad is still a pastor? He still is. He's 78 he's years old. He's, he's towards the tail end, the twilight hour, you might say, of his career, I think. All right, yeah. So at 78, you're starting to So yeah, this is, well, this is my introduction yeah. to Luke. I I moved to New York. I was I was alone. I only like knew my cousin, but she wasn't even living here, which we had on the podcast. And I was like, oh, I'm going to find a church because I went to church in college. And then I went to a bunch, and I found this one because they gave me a free water. <laughs> That's all it takes sometimes. And then I went, and I remember seeing Luke and Abby, and I remember you were wearing your Dumb and Dumber shirt. It was the first time I met you had long wow. hair. Oh, wow, God. the Dumb and Luke Dumber Luke did shirt. have long hair. I did have long hair. I had long, a hair down to my back, like Ooh. middle of my back. Dude, like long. Really? And then I remember talking to the uh, Brad, who's the pastor, and be like, I want to do comedy. He's like, oh, you need to meet these people. Luke, to his credit, put me on the living room. It was my second time performing. I bombed my dick off. Yeah. Hard. 
Yeah. Real bomb. And then the next day, I think I emailed Abby and asked if I could do it again the next week. (laughs) (laughs) And to her credit, she was so nice. She, like, deferred me in a really nice way. But, no, that was really nice. They were one of the first people to give me stage time. Oh, that's good. So what kind of church is that church? Is it a Catholic church? Non-denominational. Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting. That just means, what does that mean? It means you get to do. They're all going to hell together. Nice, Lance. Killing it. Yeah, Lance is a Catholic, or as in the Midwest, we call heathen. (laughs) (laughs) Heathen. So, sorry, TJ, it's not a Nintendo Wii. (laughs) <laughs> That's yeah. his religion. So what does it mean? That means you could you could believe what you want and everyone just hangs out? No, not completely. You try to believe uh what the Bible says. Uh, uh, so it's not like whatever you believe, but it's Which li- ver- King James version? No, I don't I don't Is that not the good one? Being the only version considering it's not in the languages it was written. Okay. So is this like, like with Muhammad? Is this the kind of church? Yeah, it's just like Muhammad. It is, oh, cool. Yeah, it's actually Islam. Oh, God. So God, which heard. Bible is it? I heard. Uh, well, the I, Koran. It's, yeah, the Koran. Don't worry, the T. The next one will be about Comic-Con, you fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It's already started and we're only four minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> the abuse. The I abuse. think last the week abuse of, you said uh, the TJ. Yeah. I, I feel like it's all around you being a nerd. I, I picked up on that already. It kind of is. Yeah. And he also likes like really dark stuff. That's why this is funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's that what this whole go on, Luke. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, this kind of, could be dark. I mean, yeah. oh, uh, definitely can. I usually yeah. want it to get dark. I always want it to get like depending on depressing. you know who. TJ, were you is religious? Going really religious? No, I was. Well, yes, I was raised Catholic, but I never since yeah. my dad is. Uh, my dad is half Native American, like Apache. That's cool. We never, he like we couldn't. I love that. But we couldn't like like my mom raised us Catholic awesome. and we went to church and did that stuff. Apache but my dad. dad, yeah, my dad never bought into it. And then my dad kind of raised us half where it's like Havsies. some stuff with like Indian, like you know, Indian spiritual, spiritual stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was like I was raised like both, but then like I just didn't believe in that stuff when I was like fourth or fifth grade. I, I wish TJ just had a Dreamweaver now. <laughs> just hanging up right behind me. A dream weaver. But then I just kind of just stopped believing in all that stuff. I think when I started, I had to go to CCD or yeah. catechism is when I had to go to school after school. I was like, fuck, there is no God because you had yeah. to go to school twice. And I was like, I don't like uh, this. And I just. That's a it. funny association. Yeah. Thank you so much. That's interesting. Yeah, that's a very that's Catholic a, thing that I'm not yeah. uh, and it's, that's aware it. of. But we do. I, I buy a Christmas tree. I go yeah. home for Christmas. We say grace. Wait, at the wait, table. wait, wait. Yeah. Go back to the part where you say you bought something. Yeah, we buy a Christmas. <laughs> 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 steal a Christmas tree, Luke. <laughs> Wait, so who is Luke? What is Luke? He's now? right there. Yeah. Oh, what is Luke? Are you no, for, it sounds like you're asking them for our listeners. Who? Yeah, for our listeners. Okay. He's a stand-up comedian. Luke He's very, is very, very funny. stand-up comedian. Would you consider yourself an actor? I would say so. Yeah. Uh, to some degree, I, I, I wouldn't say that's my primary focus. Primary focus is stand-up stand comedy. Up. But yeah. like, uh, as we all know in this business, you cannot just be no. a stand-up comic. That's you why we do this, fun. Luke. Yeah, that's why we're in this room. Yes, uh, talking to each other. I don't know what you're talking about. Follow me at Brennan underscore Fitz. <laughs> <laughs> he does this every show. <laughs> Beef Fitz Gee. Beef Fitz Gee. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. So you, so you do acting as well, and uh, what, what other? things do you, do you write you, you write yeah I, I write yeah, yeah. I, I've I write sketch I write <laughs> worked on a script for quite a while that is Ooh. I've not finished oh um, like a feature uh no no more of like a episodic like a two oh, minute yeah. like a two minute Perfect. script like a two minute script <laughs> it's gonna be going coming up on youtube oh uh, yes my release date is 2020 that's what i'm hoping <laughs> for, uh, to get that two you minutes imagine, up you imagine a sketch taking that long you're like ah, oh, just in the script and it's yeah. like how long is it dude it's about three pages yeah. I, I don't put it past like a lot of people that i could totally see that happening yeah. like i got a great idea it's coming out in 2020 yeah. yeah oh yeah well that's that's kind of the nature of people humans yeah. is to like put stuff off like that and 
and then you've been with Abby Crutchfield, who's another comedian and mm-hmm. also actress and uh, personality. She's very good. I thought you were going to yes. say black person. Don't no, do that, good dude. God. Yeah. I don't see color. <laughs> Brendan. Yeah, he's half or quarter Native American. Yeah, so. yeah. I just hear color just when see- black people <laughs> talk a little different. <laughs> Yo, son, I'm pretty sure it's a black that's, person that's most of the time. Really funny. Yo, you weird. <laughs> that's really funny. Usually it's Lance. Yeah, not a black <laughs> not person. Not always, but I do hear color. Yeah, that's so yeah. funny that you don't see color, you hear it. That's yeah. good, Lance. Yeah, that's, down, babe. Yeah, that that would be a bit if you actually wrote bits. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> yeah. Instead of taking questions, oh, yeah. now we're getting too, we're getting too deep. Uh, for listeners at home, we are all black on yeah. this podcast. <laughs> That is true. So how long have you been with Abby since how long? Well, we, we began dating er, er, January of 05. Wow. So, oh, wow. Yeah, we've been wow. together ten over 10 years. years. And we've been married for six years. Wow. Yeah, that's a that's long time. What, what jobs have you had along the way uh, doing stand-up comedy? Hmm. Well, I guess when I very first started comedy, I took a job as an usher at the local comedy club in Indianapolis. Oh, okay. This okay. is which comedy club? Uh, that was Crackers. Crackers. Uh-huh. Crackers Comedy Club. Which one? Uh, Broad Ripple. Okay. So that's the bigger club. You probably... Had, I did Broad Ripple then, yeah. yeah. Downtown is not Broad Ripple. No. no. Then I no. did Broad Ripple, yeah. That's, cool. that's a good room, man. Yeah, that's a good room. And... Yeah. I uh, started doing that. I also worked grading standardized tests at the oh. same time. So during the day, I would do standardized tests. Uh, like most of it was like the Scantron type of thing, which yeah. you think a yeah. computer would do it, but you actually physically That's do amazing. it. And I would read essays. I would go oh, through all man. essays. Uh, I That's actually, intense. A lot of stuff like that, but I got very good at it. Like to be able, I could just see. Basically, somebody's handwriting, read a couple sentences and know, okay, that's a F, that's an A. That's, <laughs> that's it? That yeah. is hilarious. Would you read the whole thing? I Well, no, Would you? I wouldn't have to read. I kind of scanned over it really quickly. So, like, some, But you were final call on that? Uh, I was a final call. They, Isn't they, that great? That's how the world works. It's, it's like analyzing of, handwriting? Uh, no, not really analyzing handwriting, but I could tell certain handwritings come this seems with, racist. Yeah. So, like certain <laughs> types of intellect almost. Oh. So if it's really sloppy and all over the place, I can tell and I can read a couple sentences and know the gra- where the grammar yeah. is. It's like, you're not, you're not going to be an A here. You're not deep thinker here. Yeah, but dude, so. my my uh, my friend Matt Gutchick is a genius. He has the worst handwriting you could ever. It's so it's, weird. Yeah, and there's some, but sometimes like I wasn't like just handwriting okay. based here. I would I would scan through, but I got where somebody would write a full page essay. It would take me six seconds to grade that. Wow. Don't you love that's the way like, a, like a, the world works? Like yeah. people because we all and it happens all like security guards like that a lot of times. Like yeah. Like you, you ever go into a building and security guards there? Like Brent and I used to go places just walk right by because we just act like we worked there. You know what right. I mean? Like there's jobs like you're grading people's like maybe middle school, Lives, or high yeah. school work, all the way up to the twelfth grade. I yeah. yeah, and it's like you're like ah D, ah A plus, whatever. Like, it, but half the world works that way. Where people are like ah whatever. I love yeah. it. Like, what's your grading process? I don't know. Just eyeball it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of <laughs> more of an eyeballer. Was but the thing is, I was. Probably the most accurate or second most accurate grader. That's what's out even of scarier. Uh, well, wow. people, there were some people that would just take forever. They just they agonize over yeah. every word that this kid would write, and then they would get the grade wrong. Yeah. And it's like you're th- overthinking this. Yeah, it, kind of like any profession. You know, if you're overthinking something, you're just not. You right. have to have instinctual response to something. Okay, can I write something on a piece of paper right now? Hand it to you, and you tell me how dumb I am. 
Uh, yeah, we can okay, try right. that. All right, good. Yeah. Go on, keep going. <laughs> so it's already, I can tell it took you that long. Yeah, this is, oof. <laughs> I, I, what do you got? With all the nerd talk, I would have expected a higher grade. <laughs> this is uh, C minus. I wrote me, I wrote right, C no we'll poo poo on it. I wrote yeah. C no poo poo. Yeah. And I was basing that on like a second grader. <laughs> I wasn't, we weren't going like 12th grade here. I was like, eh, C minus for a second grader. TJP's outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, where else would you pick? I don't get it. I'd be outside. I understand. It's, a lot. You need freedom. Yeah, any freedom. It also keeps me close to nature. Uh, mm-hmm. It's how I was raised by my mother. Yeah, I would have expected by father, but <laughs> well, you know, I guess well. the Native American side is not <laughs> no, as he was, strong as the Catholic. No, he was so excited that there was plumbing indoors. My father, and he was <laughs> like, "Ooh!" <laughs> my mother was like, "Get outside." <laughs> What other jobs have you had? Yeah, what other jobs? Okay, that was back when I lived in Indiana. Then when I moved to New York City, I got a job as a temp almost immediately. So I moved here in like uh, middle of August and one week, maybe 10 days later, it was what's a Labor Day weekend was there. So they needed somebody to fill in for the weekend. It was, they were going through, this company was going public. And so they had to go through all their archives and go through all their records. And so I was just going to go in and file stuff. I was there for five years. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you weren't a temp, you were a permanent. I, yeah, but I never got out of temp status. Are you serious? No, oh, I, Jesus. I was always in that Gosh, temp. That's so you, hard. You get paid for being there just the hourly yeah. and which no is not benefits. even legal. It's not even legal. Yeah. I think they technically would after a year I of temping like you have to like, you I, I was at, I was supposed to be freelance at Lucky for like two weeks. I stayed for oh, almost three years. Yeah. yeah they, they, I think they end up trying to call it freelance instead of saying it's no, called you're permalance temp. so yeah. they can get away with not permalance weeks. Yeah. So I was a perma temp. Is that what? That's why oh, I call myself perma temp. Any good office stories that you could dish on? Oh no, because there's never any good office stories. <laughs> like, their offices and they're boring people and they're not fun. They're all the really, same. It yeah. really is. Only like Christmas parties do they cut loose. Yo, sometimes. Lance, I was going to forward you to say on that note that someone finally did a study about like the the physical impact of office environments. Oh, they're Harvard. not. Yeah, they make like, me like, They literally said, the headline article was, your job will kill you. Yeah, you might as well smoke like a pack a day. Bad sunlight, you're in a box, no windows, <laughs> bad air, you eat shitty food because you're tired, your face is like 12 inches from the screen for eight to 10 hours, sometimes longer. Yeah. Like, it's nothing about it is, is like good or oh redeeming. Oh, my God. Oh. No, yeah, it was a Harvard study that came out today. That yeah. They're like, they're like, they're like I, Dude, there's going to be so many more like that coming Brendan, out. Brendan, should I, should I quit yeah. my job? Yeah, so I quit my day job? Yeah, which is what... Quit it immediately. What? What do I do? I well, I work in a small windowless room. <laughs> but then I, I, I well, apply to Shadow Shop. Let's talk about some things maybe like growing up. What were like... So you grew up in Indiana. I did, yeah. Well, I was born in Missouri. Missouri. Southwest Missouri. I lived there until I was about five. And then from five to 25, I lived in Indiana. Uh, and far east side of Indianapolis, uh, which is always been the poorer side of town yeah uh late when i was in middle school we by moved. far east you mean like mile mile and a half <laughs> uh, the, indianapolis is very wide it is yeah yeah it, it, if you drove from one yeah, side to big. the other it's about 50 minutes to drive what? straight through yeah like 55 oh, miles. Wide, yeah it's a very large footprint because it's just like there's nothing around it right it's like cornfield i know i don't think i even so saw like downtown when i did broad ripple because no like broad so ripple and downtown are 35 minutes yeah they're far apart for drive a with, so with Greg. it's it's a big footprint like there's about a million people that live there but it's any, a cool area actually i think it's yeah, underrated i, I like it well here. i think it's overrated i guess really i just being there well yeah once you've done all the stuff i guess but i find it a little boring and i find the 
everyone the attitude of indiana is a little bit more like why would we do that yeah anytime yeah, you bring yeah. up any anything that you would call fun or like different exciting yeah. oh i don't know like uh, we want you want to have like a cappuccino like, uh, <laughs> why would you do that you know <laughs> why would we do that yeah so there, there's kind of that kind of attitude in, in indiana yeah. i think that's why it's always like a little behind but there is and because i you know i grew up in suburbs chicago there is a midwestern niceness that ne- a charm that stu- is i love that i still am very open yes and that love so much is one thing is that i think that just in the midwest in general people are kind and nice and generous uh indiana in particular i think has that kind of attitude of we don't want to really learn anything or do anything <laughs> but that doesn't mean that they're not kind nice people yeah so there is that you know but it's not enough for me to want to move back like I just I don't want to live there anymore. I, I still root for like the teams, like the Indianapolis Colts, uh, the You're Pacers. Good sports teams, yeah, right. You know, I went to Indiana University, so yeah. I root for the Hoosiers. I, uh, that Bloomington's a little different than Bloomington's awesome, of, dude. Yeah, it's a very it's a beautiful place, kind of an interesting place. Hippie, yeah, it is. Um, yeah, I like it a lot. So growing up in Indiana, is there any? Do you have any? Because uh, well, this podcast been turning like negatives into positives. Do you have anything maybe that was like rough growing up? Maybe like Indiana base or like. Or in general in your life, like with your dad being a pastor, that's kind of unique. Uh, not a lot, I mean, not a lot of people have parents that are pastors. Everybody's sure. got parents that are accountants or worked all, you know, more yeah. standard, a teacher. They're all great jobs, but like pastor's kind of a more rare. It's unique. And I, it, it was kind of a source of embarrassment when I was a kid. Yeah, like that's interesting. Elementary yeah. school. Because uh, for one, not everyone is a Christian. Not everybody is a believer. So you're immediately God. outcast before you even show up. You can't, there's that. I was also kind of a nerdy, fat kid. Get out of here. And so, which, you know, is probably the standard uh, person that ends up growing up to be a comedian. Yeah. Sure. Uh, but So you're nerdy, fat, and your dad's a pastor. Yeah, so there was so that's not... that's you show up to, like, you show up to, like, the new middle school. That's what you're coming in as. Right, yeah. You come in <laughs> as you, that. Do you think you smelled weird? Smell, I don't think I smelled weird. The only like saving... Like hard cheese or yeah. something like that? I was kind of a, a little bit bigger kid, so I didn't get as much physical like yeah you know trying to like push me around somewhat there was somewhat of that because you know there's always like that bigger fat kid that people try to pick yeah. on a little bit and but would you run the mile in 2020 I, I don't know if i've ever run the mile <laughs> uh, how fat were you uh well by this tj fad no Jesus well by the standards it's hard it's hard for me to even know anymore because like what i might have been 120 yeah. pounds yeah. when i was in Fourth grade, but did but you I have like know. like like bo- did you have like man boobs and a big big old belly? Yeah, or just I, like you were just like like I'm a little plump. I think if I think by today's standards, yeah. it is definitely shifted okay. because I I had you know I had a gut. I had you yeah. know probably I never have ever had too big a man boobs. Like that's not in the yeah. frame I have. Uh, but I had a big fat gut. Yeah, and had to wear like I would wear the extra large t-shirts or 2XL and stretch out the stomach area with my elbows oh my god I used to do that yeah just to try to get that space I used to stretch the neck out I did too I stretched yeah, the so neck then out yeah so that shirt would hang and you, your boobs wouldn't show yeah so and I did the I exact bad, same thing and you had bad posture if you, t- you yeah. slumped so you see how my shirt hangs 
Yeah. It hangs versus that, like that's exactly because you, you didn't want anything. Eighty to ninety-five. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, it's not, I don't know why, why you think you're out of the woods here. I, mean, I'm not, <laughs> I can't get out of the woods. I'm not fast enough. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> so go on. So, so you yeah. Were, so yeah, you you experienced yeah, it and and still do. Thank yeah, you, Brendan. Uh, <laughs> the, no, and you'll always have that fat mind, no matter yeah. what your body is. I yeah. think. Oh, really? That's experience. a thing. Fat mind. Yeah, I think you always view yourself kind of. You never heard that? No, no. A lot of people who grew up a little overweight have that like their entire life. They view themselves as a fat person. Yeah, you yeah. know what? I'm now thinking of an ex-girlfriend who has a fat mind. Yeah. Keyword ex. Get her out of here. Boom. Uh, get her out, Boom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> kind of like you probably still view yourself as like the starting quarterback, I even do. though you're yeah, way you past know, I was the backup starting <laughs> yeah. backup quarterback in just high school, not even college or yeah. pro. But you still picture yourself as that. I do. Yeah. It's the same flag reason. football. That's who's, who's throwing, Brendan. Yeah. It's just like good. Lance has his mind as a piece of shit. Just like he's yeah. always a piece of shit. <laughs> Here, baby. Get over it. So go on. So you're fat and you would stretch your shirts. Yeah, yeah. Stretch out the shirts. Um, now, you probably experienced this too, where when we were kids, yeah. there wasn't a ton of fat kids. No, not really. It wasn't like, oh, yeah. the class is all fat kids and there's one skinny kid. Yeah. There was like maybe one, maybe two fat yeah. kids in a whole class like the yeah. whole sixth grade class or fourth grade class yeah be like a fat girl and like yeah. one fat you know guy right. there's a fat guy you and think a fat you're girl. Yeah, there's two kinds of people yeah like and men s- and women tj <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you're right yeah we, so you were yeah so you we i guess we we become like yeah it's like we're the minority in the class yeah. of like you know that's why you hope like a like a someone gets transferred like an asian kid or a black kid you're like yeah. oh, great and they're all gonna talk to him or yeah well there's, him. there's two things like one was i was able to be a little funny yeah, that kind of saved me a little bit. Yeah, and do you also, think you were naturally funny, or do you think you became funny as like a deflection? Um, maybe, uh, maybe a bit of both. I have a sister who, uh, I have uh, two sisters and a brother, and so it goes: sister, brother, sister, then me. That's yeah. the order, birth order. And they're eighteen, seventeen, and fourteen years older than me. Wow. wow! And so the the youngest sister, the one that's fourteen years older than me, she. Everyone says she was the most, the funniest person, yeah. the most interesting person. Everybody liked her. So it might be, and she was always skinny. So she was kind of that entertainer. Mm-hmm. And I think if every out of the four of us, if somebody picked, that's going to be the entertainer, it would have been my sister. Yeah. What is she now? She has kind of gone off what I would call the deep end <laughs> in terms of uh, Christianity, religious. Okay. Uh-huh. She, there, she's in such a strict sect, I guess you could call oh, sure. it, that. She hardly talks to my parents. Wow, hardly okay. has for t- a decade. And th- my dad's a preacher. Yeah, that's pr- that's pretty. And wild. she does. She kind of views him as like, n- for lack of a better term, not Christian enough. Wow. Yeah. And so I definitely that's wild. It, yeah, it's been a very. It's that been a source wild. of tension in our family. Like for example, about a year and a half ago, has anyone gone the other direction? Real quick. Uh, my brother. He's complete out of it. Uh, yeah, he's not. Okay, he's not. He's not atheist, but he definitely. He's a kind of yeah. Okay. He's gone through. I was like, curious. He, okay, he so also doesn't talk. When about you're this. fat and you tell a joke, does it get caught in the fat? <laughs> uh, I don't think you understand Son how of a words bitch. work. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like words come someone. Up. Someone throw. Someone throw Fitzy a football. Yeah, go catch it. Like I understand you don't know how this works because somebody was doing your homework for you so you could play the big game. Yes. That's a good one. That's a good slow one, dance with, Slow dance with Carly Altman afterwards. Uh-oh. Oh he uh, always brings her up. That's a hot name. That we'll is. Facebook at one um, <laughs> A Doyle Rules. That's why I picture you saying even though it's not your name. <laughs> so, you're, so your sister, like, she won't even talk to your dad or anything? Uh, she does a bit. A bit, She yeah. talks to the, my mom I don't and talk dad to your dad at all. Uh, yeah, they're waiting for that call. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So, uh, now, 
we're kind of shifting through eras here, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. fine. Uh, my about a year and a half ago. Oh yeah. My sister, well, maybe two years ago, she sent me a DVD that was entitled "Not a Fan." And I thought, oh, okay, that's just the title of the DVD. It's yeah. kind of this Christian DVD. It's yeah. not a uh, movie per se. It's more like pictures of things that aren't a fan. And uh, like, this is a car. This not is a, a car. Fan. Yeah, it was, a- it was actually a pop-up book. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, but you know, it's kind of like a sermony type thing yeah. with like acted out vignettes mm, or whatever. Oh, uh, it wasn't the worst thing. I mean, I've seen much worse Christian stuff. This yeah. was actually pretty well produced because they went for their actual wheelhouse versus like trying to do a Kirk Cameron movie where it's like, oh, you should yeah. try. Yeah. To, you don't know how to write or act. Yeah. This. And so I, I sent her an email just like, hey, thank you for sending that. You know, I appreciate the gift or whatever. And she sent back an email that said, um, you're welcome, but it wasn't just a gift. It was actually I'm concerned about you. Uh, we saw we were going to come visit you. Uh, we saw some of your comedy online, and my heart sank. We're <laughs> and very Luke's comedy is like some of the cleanest like uh, stuff around. It, yeah, it's it, funny, but it's clean. Sure. It's well, clean. she called it uh, blasphemous. It. She it. called it dirty. She called it filthy. She called it things like uh, disrespectful to parents. Just all of this, and I was yeah. kind of like, it's it's jokes and. You know, like, and you th- sometimes do like perform at churches. I yeah, I have yeah. performed at churches, <laughs> Which is and hilarious. I have I have material that is on the Bible that's on church. I've done it yeah. at Gandhi yeah, it's before, great. and it's something where a lot of times I will get different two different reactions to the same exact material. So people come up and say, "I love how you bash the Bible." Some people come up and say, "I love how you defended the Bible." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's they're hearing the same thing, but they're two different is what they bring to it. Yeah. And so I think that's what my sister brought to it. And because when I very first started comedy, uh, she said, are you sure Jesus wants you to be a comedian? <sighs> and I was like, well, yeah, I do. And she's like, I don't think so. And I was like, well, yeah, I, I, I didn't ask. <laughs> you know? And so, wow. so this is very interesting. Yeah. I, I sent her an email back to that kind of response and said, well, and I was very upset. I was angry yeah. and I was kind of like, sister, dude. This is two know. years ago. Uh, yeah, thereabouts, maybe a year and a half, yeah. two years ago. And you've been doing comedy at this point, what, nine, ten, yeah, ten years? Yeah, somewhere around yeah. eight, nine, somewhere yeah. in that so range. Yeah, so quit, man. And so I quit. <laughs> that was the night I quit comedy. <laughs> and so I sent back something that was a little more measured because I had a long email. Yeah. And Abby looked at it and she goes, do you need to send this? Yeah. yeah. Like, maybe you should just like say something. Mm. Nice. And so I just said, thanks for your concern. Uh, I understand we don't know each other very well. Cause I haven't talked wow, to her yeah. much. You know, it's yeah. usually my effort has always been there. Like I will, especially when I was living in Indiana, I would drive to her house, yeah. see her family, mm. see her kids. Yeah. When I come into town, I would see them. They never visited me, never wrote me out of the blue, never called me. Yeah. Uh, every now and then I would get like a pamphlet or like a DVD like that. And so, mm. I said, you know, I, I really hope that we get to know each other better because I do consider this stuff and I consider my spiritual life when I'm writing my material and how this affects me and how it reflects upon others. Uh, and I talk about it with people who I trust and hopefully we can build a relationship that would allow us to, for you to understand my heart and where I'm coming from with my comedy. And she just wrote back, I'm sorry, I don't see how you can be a Christian the way you talk. Jeez. That's the last we spoke on that matter. I sent her like a happy birthday, you know, yeah. text or something like so that. So isn't it? That's it. So me coming as a person, like I, I don't go to church. I'm mm-hmm. not religious. I don't care. Uh, I yeah. just don't care about it. Like You're poor. people, and I'm very poor and I'm fat. <laughs> um, so like, and I don't give a shit about religion. If people want to do it and you want faith and you need it and you enjoy it, that's fine. Don't impose on other people. That's all I think. But that, doesn't it upset, isn't it upsetting that, when someone just, I mean, we're 
being religious, doesn't that upset you that it's all based on because of your sister's religion that she is being a piece of human shit to you? Like, she's being a fucking asshole. Like, yeah. She's being an asshole for no reason other than her shitty faith that she has, that she's exploiting it, that she's being exploited and brainwashed, that she's ruining it. Like, religion is destroyed her your relationship and her ability, if she would have, could have been an entertainer, performer, and had, like, this really creative life that's now destroyed because of faith. Could I don't know be. if there's an answer. I'm just, I mean, that's I mean just it what could I be. Yeah. I mean, she was in a very bad car accident in like 1990 and oh. my family, this is kind of the way they have dealt with it is said they, cause she was near death in it. Yeah. Like it, that, that she's not been the same person since that right. car accident. And yeah. so is it, and maybe it's possible, you know, people's yeah. personality change. If you have some brain damage or anything like that, we don't know exactly what mm-hmm. happened. Maybe there was, but some, after that, that triggered her to like to where it's kind of you could point pinpoint that you're like that's where she. Well, I'm I'm too young her. to really remember it because I oh. I think I was like eight or nine or ten when she okay. was in this car. So you were like twenty two, I, I was twenty two. <laughs> um, so but I was young, uh, pretty young. Where I'm like yeah. I knew it happened, but I couldn't understand the gravity wow. of a major car accident like yeah. that. Yeah, and so everyone else seems to pinpoint that. That's where it came. Well, from. you know Jeez. that could be a scapegoat and just yeah. you know she's. You know, responsible for what she's doing. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. It's like, I don't I, think it's religion though, because like, she's she and her husband, their family is, their sect has yeah. almost dwindled down to just their family. Oh so that's how gosh. that's how, and then maybe a couple other people like you know another family. Yeah, but that's how it's almost off-putting. like a cult kind of. Maybe that's not the right right word, yeah. but it's like well, usually cult you can like recruit people and yeah. not turn everybody away. Yeah, I feel like that she has gotten to the point where they've just turned off so many people. Man, and I think you know not to get too Christiany on people here. It's fine. I think that the if you look at the Bible and you go to Jesus's teaching, which if you're a Christian, that's who you're basing it on. Yeah. He said there somebody asked him in the Bible, what's the greatest command? He says, well, love God and then love your neighbor as yourself. Those are two greatest commands. Everything Pretty else much it, yeah. boils down to that. So whatever any Christian does, whether it's my sister or anybody else, mm-hmm. if you can say it doesn't line up with that of loving God and loving your neighbor as yourself well then there's something off about what they're teaching and it's not yeah. Jesus based yeah. So, but have you ever done heroin uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh, well if I'm going to love my neighbor as myself <laughs> and my neighbor's a junkie yes. <laughs> then you'll do it Yeah, I hear what you're saying TJ I, I think uh, yeah I, I, see what, I see what you're saying man. yeah no. I, like I say it doesn't matter it's just I, just, I find it it's, it's, it's so interesting but so like it's so interesting. It's so like um, it's so depressing when you when you. It's depressing when I guess when you see someone fall. It's almost falling from grace, sort of like when that's just like I don't know when well, that happens. Yeah. Like but you're like, geez, man, come on, dude. This is what I think. I I think that um, people like your sister and my mom is, is similar. She's not. I wouldn't say as extreme, but she's close. Mm-hmm. And I've tried to fight her several times. But she doesn't cut like people physic- out, though. Does like she like fist that? Fight? Yeah, she would. I fist fight her. She's sixty and weak as hell. Yeah, <laughs> meet wins. me in the front yard, mom. <laughs> the front this is yard. going down <laughs> after dinner. She would never cut people off, but I've had. I mean, several like you're not doing this right conversations. Yeah. And I just want to say what I think personally is that I think anytime this, and I literally mean this a hundred percent. Anytime anyone tells you you're not doing something right, I think they're yeah. not right. I don't care yeah. what they're saying. I don't care what it's about. 
Uh, to me, all that is is something is way off in your life, and I feel that way about my mom, and I feel that way about anybody who goes out of their way to tell somebody else that something they're doing is wrong. Yeah, because that's not. I, I have a rink. I have a slight disagree. I mean, I totally, I totally well, believe. Let me that. let me just throw in like, what about like Bernie Sanders, where he's like to the banker people, like you're doing it wrong because you have all the like you're. Fucking but I think over he's it. speaking like, to a general group of people. I'm saying like about personal sure. things. Okay. If someone was to come up to TJ or to you and be like, I don't agree with yeah. your comedy or I don't agree with this. A lot of people don't. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I just a lot of do. people don't think I'm funny. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah I just don't. I don't think that uh, that's not for me, man. Hmm. I, I just don't. Sounds like yeah. it's the approach. For you, like how someone, because like, let's say she has a concern for you. I'm just go, talking through this. Yeah, it, I don't know what she's talking about okay. with you or whatever. But like, let's say she actually goes, "Hey, what's this about? Why don't you tell me what this thing is?" You know, I'll use my sister as an example. If she had come to me and said, "Hey," What's this comedy thing about? Like, I'm seeing this stuff. It doesn't quite make sense yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Why don't you tell me what you why you're doing it? And why don't you tell me what you think about this? And like, this seems like it's blasphemous. Tell me why it's not. Like, you know, maybe it's yeah. not. You know, we're a more open, like, mm. hearted and open minded discussion where it's like, hey, you know what? I want to know why you're doing that. I, I actually have a curiosity. Yeah, yeah that's you know, nice. You know? I'm just saying, like, I, no, I, I think that's definitely a way nicer approach. I just feel like. You, it's it's your it's no one can tell you what's right for you like so for someone to come in and say like you know why are you doing this or why are you doing that it's sort of like that's that's not your life like yeah. that's so, so so hard like imagine if you stopped doing comedy and it's like if you wanted to we could go through everybody in this world and pick out what they're yeah. not doing is right sure. so and instead what I was going to say is I think people like your sister and people like your mom my mom are here actually as teachers to us to be like how do you deal with that because I was very angry at my mom yeah. for a very long time and I yeah. still kind of am Yeah. and so a big lesson for me has been loving it and letting go and now we just don't talk about it yeah. we, I don't yeah, let it in my life I don't go down that road we mm-hmm. like I just was home we started down that road I'm like mom I'm not doing this again with yeah. you I'm yeah. done and I feel way better and way happier and because there always are going to be those people in your life people around you are not going to act how you want them to act it's yeah. just fl- it's just this was your mom would be yeah. somebody else a teacher yeah. a coach yeah. whatever did yeah, you um, it's hard. It's definitely that's really hard. They're I mean. around. They're in everybody's life. That's the thing. No matter what you're doing, everybody has that resistance. Maybe you chose a career path out of college, and you know your parents were unhappy, or your boss is unhappy because you do something. Like we, all, everybody sure. counters that. And I think life. that the danger with religion can be is that whether religion, somebody's religious or not, you get that from all types of people. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But people end up using God. As because it makes your argument stronger. Yeah, it's like I don't like what you're doing. I don't like you're doing comedy. So therefore, in order for me to rationalize this, for me to win the argument, it's not just my opinion versus your opinion. Yeah, it's your opinion versus mine and Jesus's. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So Jesus thinks this. So yeah. therefore, you need to change. And so that's a little. That's where it becomes yeah. hairy. Was there anything when you? Because I I've never done stand up at a ch- I have done it at a church, but not a church event. I actually uh-huh. did stand up. I being raised Catholic, I did a stand up show at a synagogue once mm-hmm. in front of like all like Orthodox like Jews. It was very strange. <laughs> it was real strange, but it was fun because I got to make fun of like me being there and like it being weird. But if you is there any like you have any like a quick story or side stories for doing it at a church? Because it's oh, such man, an interesting done a, place. Done a lot. I've yeah, done a to few, do it. Yeah. Have you had a, have you had any gig? 
I know we don't like talking comedy stuff, but I, find, I think it's That's interesting right. with church. Any stories from doing it at a church that whatever? like Yeah, well, most of them go pretty decent. Pretty well. I yeah. did perform. In fact, Abby and I both did this one church. I can't remember where it was or exactly. It was a couple it's years ago. Good. And <laughs> it was an all-black church. Yeah. And they had it more like at a... Luke's wife is black, we should say. She that. is. She's yeah. Black. yeah. And so they... It was like a event area in like a Holiday Inn or something like that. So it wasn't at the church, but it was for yeah. you know a church. Yeah. They're like uh, panel rooms or something like that. Yeah, conference yeah. rooms. Conference yeah, they rooms, do. Something yeah, something like that. And yeah. maybe a banquet hall that yeah. had been opened up. And so I thought, and this is one of the earlier churches I did. I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to just open up with all my church stuff and get them on my side. And so Abby went up and did whatever she did, like <laughs> you know maybe 20, 30 minutes, something like that. And I'm supposed to go up and do 45 or an hour, I think. Something wow. Like that. And that's a lot of time. I open up with the church stuff. You know, that's like 15 or 20 minutes of my act, maybe. And they're loving that stuff. Oh, they're eating up. They're just dying laughing. They, you know, they, and then so then I transitioned to other material yeah. and it tanks. The rest of my <laughs> set just tanked. Really? Like, they only wanted to hear that church stuff. And once I started doing other stuff, it was kind of like, what's this guy talking yeah. about? You know, yeah. why is he saying these things? Like, why, you know, and it got very. Not just tense, but it was just kind of like, okay, we're done. You know, we've had enough of this. They don't realize how hard it is to be funny. Like, you only have like 15, 20 minutes of church material. You're like, we like, how come now he's talking about food in the gym? You're like, well, you just can't talk for another hilarious 20 minutes on church. Right. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? like, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> right. Why are you being hilarious? You know? Yeah. And so uh, <laughs> it's something where I even shifted the way I do it at a church is like, I would, would put that stuff more the towards end. the yeah. end. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know? smart. Well, That's one thing I wanted, I mean, one thing I wanted to talk to Luke about, and this is definitely a negative positive, I think, and it goes off of sort of, we talked about this, the Norm McDonald thing on Last Comic Standing, and like, one thing I really give Luke credit for What is, is that, just for anyone that doesn't know? He called out a certain comic on Last Comic Standing because- Norm McDonald. Yeah, because he said that he told this anti-Bible joke, and he's like, and someone called it edgy, and he was like, this is the opposite of edgy. He's like, yeah. if, if comic was to go on stage now and be pro-God, that's the edgiest yeah. thing you could do, because no one's doing it, and I feel like Luke is actually doing that, yeah. and I always was really give you a lot of credit for doing that in New York. That is hard as hell. Yeah, like, I believe in God, and you know, but I, I don't talk about it the way you talk yeah. about it, and I don't... I mean, I don't even know how to even make that funny. I have no idea. Well, let me <laughs> let me just preface it too. It's Luke's not a. I wouldn't call Luke a Christian comic. Yeah. Like you, because you see these DVDs of these guys, and they're oh, like, yeah. and then yeah. Adam came, and then oh, you were brothers, boom. You know, it's kind of like. <laughs> it's also like if you told someone, if someone's like, oh, check out this band, they're a Christian rock band. Most people shut down. They're like, I don't want to. Yeah, Luke is not. Luke is a comic. Luke is not a Christian comic. He's a comic who is a Christian. Yeah. Yeah. Who that, talks about Christian things. Yeah. Sometimes. But sometimes. But he doesn't sometimes. only yeah. just like do churches and church. Like he, Luke is yeah. one of the few people, it's pretty rare in New York City, who who would identify. I, I mean, who knows? Comics span the gamut of, of ideologies and whatnot. But Luke is one of the few people who's kind of outspoken. About, we'll have bits about church and religion. and. God. But I, do, I mean, I do feel like, dude, I mean, in New York, it's so hard. Everybody's anti-God. Everybody's anti. And it's like after a while... It, that is the to me that is the edgiest thing you could do now. Like it's one of the tough. edgiest things to do to walk into like a liberal Bushwick room and be like, "Yo, I believe in God." Oh, be like, yeah. "You're an idiot." That takes <laughs> balls of steel. Yeah, it's uh, honestly it's the scariest thing I've ever done in my material. Was yeah. when I started talking about that. 
Uh, it's very scary. Yeah, because I because I don't know the reaction. Like I don't and know. Forget even. Yeah. I mean, forget yeah. like funny is one thing. They're almost like fuck this guy. Not only we don't find him funny because he's talking about it, and like fuck him. Yeah. Yeah. Before you know, yeah. before you even start. And also, no. If, I mean, you're white. That's also not helping you. So that's zero for two. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, when I used to stand up in the black comedy circuit, like yeah, every talking about God and church was like I was weird because I didn't mention yeah. it. People sure. always in, in the black rooms it was always. Someone yeah. had a bunch of church material. Like it was, it was just you had to. Yeah, it's and cultural. Then, yeah, and it was. Yeah, it's it is cultural. So like I kind of was. The, I was besides being a white dude, I just didn't talk. I had Chris Catholic jokes that I had like certain like kind of jokes, yeah. but like I just didn't really do it. Sure. But it's funny in the main rooms, like Brennan said, it's like you don't. It's very rare. A comedian will stick out in my head if I hear them talk about. Yes. Being. Christian or like talking about God like it's the, I'm yeah. all, that person I'm like oh how weird is that he went on and talked about God and he was funny it's like strange yeah. so what was that journey like let, I should let you talk because I feel like I just keep it yeah, shut no, up no, I, you know it's been a couple of years now yeah I garbage. think probably right about the time my sister said not a fan <laughs> uh, oh interesting you think that's yeah. part of it uh, well I think she saw that stuff you know the, oh, definitely yeah, okay. the early uh, gestation period of that yeah. stuff and so uh, it definitely is something where it's like, you know, I want to start talking about this a little bit. You know, I want to talk about my dad being a pretty, because if yeah. you're going to get personal yeah, and you want to be personal, that's on your stage, story. That's where I am and where I'm coming from. And so I started, you know, reading some Bible verses up on stage. I started talking about that stuff. Yeah. And the fear wasn't just like, oh, am I going to be bomb with this stuff? Because there is some of that stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, am I going to bomb? Is this going to not go over I well? I mean, I still have that fear. Yeah. <laughs> you should. should. Yeah. You should. Yeah. Uh, there's that fear, but there's yeah. also the fear of like, okay, are other comics going to turn on me? Yes, and not book you because they don't want to, because they're just, yeah, because we're sure. like, ugh, you're yeah, that guy. Christian. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah, there's not been a whole lot of that. Every now and then, if I've done that material, they're like, okay, the Christian yeah. guy or whatever. Uh, there's also That's so hard, as silly man. as it sounds like industry it's not like industry is you know banging down my door but like is that gonna sure completely pigeonhole me where I yep. can't do uh, host or TV stuff or anything yeah. like that yeah. mental battles yeah and so oh, there are great comics who are I mean like Ryan Hamilton Nate Bargatze right those guys are practicing real, like Christian people right sure I mean, yeah, yeah Ryan's uh, more yeah, Nate talks Mormon, about yeah. it but they don't act. really do a lot of it on stage maybe Ryan does but they're right? clean comics no, I don't too, think though. Ryan yeah. does or a lot comics who are fun, you know yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it is weird trying to also not be that Christian comic. Yeah, you know? it's kind of like Christian movies or whatever we we're talking briefly about. It's like yeah. once you do that, it's like the quality goes down so much. Yeah, yeah. because they're focused so much on their audience. It's like your sister almost. Yeah, they they're trying to please an audience and go let's let's do everything that we would like to see which ends yeah. up being watered down rather than saying let's get talented people to do talented work yeah. that ha- tells the type of story sure. that we want to hear and so that's that has become and part of my goal is like to be a really good comic yeah. first well you're in a good city material. for it I mean, it's, it's just crazy to have that juxtaposition do you have like a a show that you remember when you started in on that material and you're like, oh, this is awful. <laughs> I don't even remember the first time telling any yeah. of those jokes on stage. I don't know. You know, we do our show in Park Slope, uh, the living room. Which is, that's a good yeah. environment to try yeah. new stuff out. We try out stuff, new stuff all the time there. You've all yeah. uh, have done the show, so you kind of know that vibe where it's like people are friendly and they're there to see a show. They're so. happy to see stuff. Yeah. So probably started it off there. And every now and then I will try out 
Bible stories there where I just go through a Bible story mm-hmm. and kind of give it um, kind of, you know, the way Bill Cosby does Noah. Yeah. Uh, which is, you know, geez. <laughs> can we so do, try can to, we like, do more Cosby references? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, like that type of thing where sure. I, I would go through not so much like he did, but like where I would just give my perspective on what's happening here in the story rather yeah. than just the traditional interpretation. Yeah, those are fun. I used to do it with a, Na- a Native American Apache uh, bedtime story. That's yeah. Awesome. I used to do it at go colleges. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I would read the story and I would comment on. Yeah. On, I think that's such a fun. A lot of that stuff. Yeah. Did we give TJ a bye week? Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys gonna downgrade me more? Yeah. All right, that's a football uh, reference, by the way. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. I didn't sorry, follow. Yeah, it it's a, it's I'm a, creative. It's a football. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> so uh, go on, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if there's you know any more to say. About well, it, it's funny because I was thinking about how like a lot of comics have gone through and done Bible stuff like that, but then it's usually the punchline is because it's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, there is that kind <laughs> of stuff. Have, like, how do you find the punchlines? In a positive way or in a way that you still believe, but it's still being critical. Like, that's a very fine... Belief is a hard thing to make funny, right? Like, Sh- I, don't you find that... Th- sure. sure. And, but the thing is, like... So, for example, my sister. You know, I've started talking about her a little bit, and I'm trying to find what's funny there yeah. and what, yeah. what other people can find funny about the situation. But I have reverence towards the Bible and towards Jesus' words. Yeah. That doesn't mean that... I can't take on even the persona of a moron when I'm talking about some of this stuff, yeah. you know, or be like, oh, you know. Or point out some of the silliness. Or point out the silliness, you know, especially things, yeah. especially with the way that people interpret certain things. Yeah. You know, if people are talking about, you know, I, I do a joke about um, being gay. Not me personally, but, you know, yeah. Christianity's yeah, right. view of being gay. Yeah. And like how, obs- it really, it's about the obsession with yeah. homosexuality we got and it's kind of like you know there's a lot of sins mentioned in the bible a lot yeah, of sins are joke, yeah. mentioned a lot more and so i kind of have that juxtaposition between yeah. Yeah. that and some other sins and it's like when you start dealing with that it's not so much like me telling what's right or wrong it's more of like hey it you're you're losing sight and right. becoming so narrow pinpointing out somebody else's sin that you're completely forgetting about what Jesus even said. Yeah. Yeah. So that's true. So what do you feel like going forward? Where do you want to take your comedy? I know we've had discussions about this. Do you want to do church stuff? You want to do everything? Yeah. I I mean, I guess I'm kind of open. I've always been a little more, not a fan of doing churches just because there's, I, I will do some because some churches are very open, but I don't want to cater or pander. Yeah to that audience. And so they're limited in your material choice. Maybe. Yeah. And so, you know, for some churches, they just want to hear maybe like that Christian DVD that, you know, Lance owns that his mom sent. Yeah. I do have that where it's like a few of those. Yeah. And you know, every now and then there's a really good Christian community comedian. And then there's a lot of where you go, Oh, they're just green comedians that happen to get somewhere because that they're the only one in the marketplace. So, I mean, career-wise, you know, I'd like to be able to host a show. I think I'm not. I think I'd rather go more into being myself on television than being an actor. Yeah. But I can. I, I think I would be more of a character actor anyway if I did yeah. that kind of stuff, like playing weird roles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've done some of that stuff. Yeah. Um, so, with you know the church, you know Christianity, like I'm open with talking about it and stuff. You know, I've thought about should I try to create a show that just does 
Bible stories. Yeah. Should I try, you know, I want to, I do want to create an album of just all Bible that's stories. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's and a good idea. so I'm working on that. I'd listen um, to that. Yeah. Just for fun, you know? Yeah. That'd be fun. And so, but you know, to get an hour of Bible stories, insane, that's yeah. a lot, you know, I probably now have like maybe 10 or 15 yeah. minutes of yeah. just that's Bible a later stories. life when after you've like lived more too. Yeah. You know, yeah. and maybe had a wider audience. Yeah. Where yeah. people would be interested in buying something like that. Yeah. So that's kind of like some of the vague goals. Yeah. And those aren't as specific as saying, I want to host The Tonight Show by 2020. You yeah. Know, but yeah. That's not. Right. Well, that's when your script comes out. That's when my script comes out. That is once true. they see that two-minute sketch, <laughs> boom, everything's uh, taken off. Lance, uh, you want to ask your, your uh, golden I mean, question? I, I, don't, I mean, I always ask the guests because it's um, – I don't know. I mean, about it's like this. It's about turning negatives into positives. Like, what do you what do you do when you have? I'm always curious. Like, what do you do when you maybe have a bad day? Like, cause in life, right? Yeah, things happen in your life that don't go correct. Like in, in any day, and then um, mm-hmm. when I mean, you get bad news or whatever. Do you have like vices you go toward? Like, uh, I don't know. And then what do you do to dig yourself back out of it? Like, the, how, what? How does Luke there get going the next day or the next? Yeah. How do you boost? Like back when up? Brendan has it, it's sodomy. Yeah, <laughs> which is kind of what his mom was upset about. Yeah, she's True. Like, yeah, she's I like, love you, but not the sodomy. Yeah, man. what the you're sodomy. the sodomy is wrong. <laughs> so that's, I mean, we all have bad days, especially in this industry. You know, not to yeah. I, I want to stay away from the industry talk too much, but like if you haven't been face down on a mattress for a couple hours, just not wanting to face a day, yeah, then you've not been part of the entertainment industry. <laughs> and so uh, I still have like moments where uh, sure. I'll, it's surprisingly sometimes things that should be positive. I'm yeah. like, you know, I took a meeting with somebody, a TV yeah. uh, thing a couple of weeks ago. Instead of coming away feeling positive, I was kind of like, uh, I was tense and more like, oh, what if they didn't like me? Yeah. You know, feeling into that. Uh, I tend to, I will either play basketball to kind nice. of relieve stress. Yeah. You're or, way better than Lance. Keep going. Yeah, or just uh, eat a ton of ice cream. Oh, and yeah. So, so like, you go the ice cream, because I'll go both yeah. those routes too. It's very fat mind. kid of you. It is very fat yes. kid. It's, so that's why I tend to, like, I don't even keep ice cream in my house usually. Although when Abby was away in yeah. LA for a couple of weeks, I bought a pint of ice cream, ate it immediately. <laughs> then I bought two, uh, like two EDs for five dollars. The I'm so like, food I'm is like your go, your go to if in basketball, basketball yeah. for the rage. That's what it is for me. Sports like for the rage. I think it just moving and also. When I'm out there, I'm only thinking about yeah, forgetting that. all the. I'm not Dude, that's so important, else. man. Yeah, it really I is. went dancing last night, and I haven't danced in a long time. Ooh. Oh, no big deal. Yeah. And uh, dude, it felt so good. I was like, I'm you just, just I'm not thinking about anything. What kind just of dancing? Bumping, grinding. Oh, I no, heard no, that. a little bit. Of I was just like going off. It, he he just gets in the middle of some girls and just goes wild. Here, hold my purse. People don't grind anymore. I feel like we're too old to grind. Uh, we don't right? grind. Yeah, no, you we you've reached it. Well, we're you post grinding. You can still grind, but uh, that definitely will get the police called if you start grinding. Oh, man. Yeah, true. And then yeah, so so you so basketball and uh, ice cream, and like ice food. Cream. Yeah, that's. Uh, How do you work through that funk? Like, is it basketball will like get you through? You're like, oh yeah. You no, it's uh, definitely basketball is just a take my mind off. Something. Take your mind off. It doesn't off. get me okay. out of a funk. But I, I really, I try to like just go okay whatever funk it is here it is but then I try to push it out of my mind as fast as yeah. possible. Like no, if you're gonna succeed, you gotta get right back. To working yeah. hard you gotta go write some jokes you gotta write some you gotta work yeah. hard and if 
uh, that kind of, that pushes the, the negativity out for me is that once I start working hard on some stuff, going up and performing again, uh, which, you know, that's usually a nightly thing yeah. for us. So it's not like yeah. I have to wait a bunch of wise. You so. get a good one under your belt and you're like, okay, I'm all right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that that would be the way to kill the negativity for me is to just that's good. Just work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's very good. Yes. <laughs> it's like the yes. Why you're staring yeah. at me. Why? <laughs> he, wa- he wants you to grind on him. Yeah. Show me those moves. With like your sister or like, do you see any any positives in that situation? Like, it's such a tough. It's an estranged family member, kind of. It's uh, you know, maybe you've put in your comedy. I don't know, or maybe you can't see a positive in it yet. Because like we're talking about, everybody has those people in their lives that are like naysayers sure. or against their, you know. I think it has made me more forgiving to others. Yeah, yeah. and trying Bingo, to be baby. More, right, trying huge. to be more open to somebody, like, and more loving, and kind of just knowing, like, well. You know, if you go back to like, well, treat your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. Well, I would have liked in this situation that my sister be more like caring sure. for me. More like, hey, you know, even if I'm concerned about you, let me get to know you. Instead yeah. of when I say, hey, I hope we can get to know each other and you can understand my heart and have somebody big. She's goes, like, no. I don't want to do that. No. Yeah. It's like, so I try to do that with other people and not that's go, a good, oh, That's a great one, yeah. Because you know what that feels like and it sucks. So you don't want to make you know that you don't want to make that somebody else feel that way. Right. And yeah. I'm an adult. I'm not yeah. I'm not a little kid. I can choose to like Sure, you're fine. To to do that towards other I yeah. I'm the one making the active decision here yeah. to treat other people well or not. Huh. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, that is like a I never had I don't know what I'd do if my brother stopped. When my brother is he's gay and when he came mm-hmm. out I remember, like, my cousin at the time, I mentioned to him that he was gay, and yeah. then, like, my cousin didn't believe me and was like, that's not funny, dude. Like, I would never I would never talk to him again if he was gay. And I was like, ha, 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 oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, so it's like we almost, like, and I think now it doesn't matter, but it, even being estranged, it's it's weird because, thank God, I had, I grew up in high school. It's like, I was, like, I wasn't fat in high school, but I had, like, I grew up a grunger and a freak, and all my friends were Mance sure. Knights and punks. So it's like we had gay friends, and it was, like, a very all my friends are very open with everybody and we weren't like racist. We we're very yeah. like cool. So I'm like glad because like, that's the thing where when my brother came out, I could have been like, I just can't even think about being like never talking to my brother again. It's being like, I don't want to talk to you. I don't know. My diet's weird when people have that. It's such a, I can't relate. And I feel bad for people that have that where they're like, well, we just, we don't talk really. I'm like, Oh, it's like yeah. sad. Yeah, it is you know? sad. And I wish it wasn't. Yeah. You know, but at some point too, it's like, if you say to, someone anyone in your life you go i would like us to get to know each other better and they say no well then there's your answer there's no point in me forcing myself upon or trying to force a relationship that would only be worse yeah yeah that is true Hmm. uh i really wish that you were there when lance's mom was yelling at him when i went to visit him uh why because I was in the room working and all I heard her just go, Lance, what do you do all day? <laughs> what are you doing? And I was like, please, I should have recorded. We could have played it. <laughs> oh, what funny. do you do all yeah. day? And you didn't, you didn't what try are you to, doing? You didn't try to fight her? Like, Lance's mom, meet me in the front yard right now. 
What are you doing? <laughs> That's what your mom said to you? What do you do all day? What are you doing all day? She doesn't day? understand, like, what? You should understand the entertainment business. Yeah. Like, sometimes it's just, like, emails, and I'm just like, I did email. Yeah. She's like, what does that mean? But, like, that's what a yeah. lot of our business she's is. Like, sure. Dude, she's well, like a fiery woman. It yeah. was so funny. And dude. most of us don't know what Lance does all day. <laughs> no. What none do of us you do. do all day? No. She's just asking the question that's on all of our minds. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing, Lance? I'm an artist. You really are. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, that's good. Well, I think, uh, Luke, do you have anything to promote? You have a website? Uh, ComedianLuke.com. Oh, Any yeah. tour dates or anything like that are up there. You at ComedianLuke on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I do colleges. I uh, do churches here and there. Do and, the colleges, uh, real quick on the colleges, do you find... TJ because, wants money. Uh, yeah, listen, if you ever yeah. need an opener, bro, I, I can be really clean. Sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you... Yeah. Do you find it being uh, because of this overly PC, like the colleges are almost this place that a lot of comedians, including Seinfeld, other people don't want to touch? Do you find that they're, do you, are you okay with them? Like, do you find problems? Or every, every you, has co- a college ever told you like, hey, don't talk about God, don't talk about any of that stuff? No, I've never had a college say that. Um, you know, usually they say like, be cleaner, but I'm already yeah. am. And so I try to frame everything where it's like, we, we, rather than you, people, me, yeah. so that it's like, we, like it's a group activity there yeah. and so everybody's usually on board with everything because yeah. it's like I'm not trying to make it to make people feel like outsiders I want you to all feel like insiders in my yeah, oh, yeah. That's, that's cool I that's like great. that so you do college and then you can follow Luke on Twitter at Comedian Luke that's correct uh, you can follow uh, Fitz Lance me we can follow us uh, go to GandhiShow.com oh, yeah, yeah. For uh, all dates, if you're ever in New York City every Wednesday at Lucky Jack's Bar 9pm Gandhi Show if you're in LA it's every Lance uh, it's uh, the first three Tuesdays of every month. Nice. Very good. And you always go to GandhiShow.com for it. Luke, thank you so much. Thanks, Luke. Thank you for having me, all three of you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and uh, guys, always subscribe. Uh, rate us on iTunes. Subscribe. Tweet us. Tell your friends. If you have any good stories, you can tell us something good and email us. And that's it, guys. Be well. Talk to you soon. Go to GandhiShow.com for show dates and more. And follow us on Twitter at GandhiShow. Lance Weiss, Brendan underscore Fitz, and TJ Del Reno. 